You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. I choose his humility. You know, Moses said to the children of Israel, I place before you life and death. Choose this day. And he says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You read these things in Deuteronomy. In other words, the power to choose is a gift of God and the option without question is His. When you have no power to choose right from wrong, you're in bondage, you're a slave to your either sinful nature or to other people's thoughts and opinions. That is never God's way. God never makes us slaves. He makes us sons and daughters. And He gives us this wonderful freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. It says in 2 Corinthians 3:17, you have this freedom, this power to choose, and it is the divinity of His holiness and truth and righteousness and love inside of you to choose what pleases God, what is holy, what is true, what is right, and to shun and resist and turn away from what displeases Him that's unholy, ungodly, unrighteous, And you see, God is good. You choose what is good and you overcome evil with that goodness. The power to choose is such a glorious freedom. And to have the heart and the mind to choose what is right. Isaiah, no, excuse me, Elijah, the prophet, he came before the people in 1 Kings chapter 18, according to God's command. And he says, this day, Choose whom you will serve. If Baal, this false god, is to be your god, then choose him. But if the Lord, Jehovah, is to be your god, choose him. But the people were enslaved by deception. And people were enslaved by darkness. And they could not decide. And so the Lord had his prophets, Elijah, rebuild the altar and had the very thing that they needed most poured on that altar, water. They hadn't had water, they hadn't had rain for three and a half years. In other words, to show the people every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. And then as Elijah prayed, fire came down from heaven and consumed the whole altar. And it began to rain that day as a demonstration of who is the true and only living God who created all things and upholds all creation by the word of his power and the people's hearts were awakened to the truth and turned back to the Lord and turned away from the false and deceptive, uh, uh, false deceptions that had captured them. And God again was able to draw the people back to himself. You see, the power to choose is so important and to choose what is right. So what I want to talk to you about today, I choose his humility. You see, friends, Jesus brought humility from heaven as our salvation from self-seeking, from the nature of pride that is the root of sin, that seeks self instead of God, that exalts self instead of God, 
that chooses self instead of self-surrender for God. And Jesus brought that humility down from heaven, the humility in which he lives in perfect oneness with the Father, where all that he is, it says and does, proves that he himself is God. And he brought that very spirit of humility down from heaven by which he saves us. And I tell you the truth, I choose it. I choose it. And I'm so grateful that in every day I may choose to embrace that humility at whatever the cost may be to to, uh, to live in it and to experience it. And Jesus guards us from pride by his spirit of humility. And it says here in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, let this mind, this mindset, this attitude of heart be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant, coming in the likeness of man, being found in the appearance of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death of the cross. Therefore God highly exalted him and gave him the name above every other name that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord to the glory of God. You see, Jesus came from heaven to show his divinity in his humility, in the perfect submission to the Father, that the Father could be all in all of him. That is the very conclusion of all creation. If you read First Corinthians chapter 15, that the Father can be all in all of us, that He is the fullness of who we are and what we are, that we are in Him and He is in us. This is the true spirit of Emmanuel, the true spirit of divinity, the true spirit of goodness and truth. And I choose it. And I charge you today, choose you this day whom you will serve. As Joshua said, me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua chapter 24. Oh, friends, I so long for that, that to be perfected in me. You see, for Jesus to show who God is, we see in Matthew chapter 11 that it says there in verse uh, 27, all things have been delivered to me, says Jesus, by my Father. Or in other words, the Father has entrusted all of himself to me. And no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. I am meek, kind is what that means. I am meek, kind and humble of heart and you will find rest for your soul. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. Come, learn from me. You see friends, no one can truly teach you how to choose what is right but the Lord himself. Only Jesus is able to bring you into that true consciousness of humility. There is no true humility apart from Jesus Christ. All of us have it within ourselves to exalt self because that's the nature of self and sin. 
It is Jesus who came to save us from that self and sin by giving us his humility so that by his eternal spirit by which he offered himself to God, by that same eternal spirit by which he offered himself to God, we are now enabled to offer ourselves. And that spirit, eternal spirit, that pre-existent identity, personality by which he is known as God, is what he now imparts to us. It's what he works in us daily by his spirit and works the yearning, the groaning, the longing, and the desiring to choose. Father, I humble my heart before you. Father, I surrender my whole heart to you. My dear mother, when I was 17 and 19, in 1977, I think it was, or maybe just 78, she placed her hand on my shoulder right here. I'll never forget it. And she said to me, Robert, you moet je hele hart aan Jezus overgeven. That's Dutch. Robert, you have to surrender your whole heart to Jesus. And when she said that to me, it was the Lord inviting me. Give me your heart. I've given my heart for you. Now you give your heart to me so that we can become one. That is the true fruit of this kind of humility. The perfect oneness we see Jesus has with the Father, that glory of being one with the Father is what he now gives to us by working in us his eternal spirit. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful spirit of humility that our Savior works in us. And this is what he says in, the, in verse 11 of Isaiah 53. And he, Jesus, shall see the fruit of the travail, the suffering of his soul, and be satisfied. By his knowledge of himself, which he possesses and imparts, shall mount compromisingly righteous one, my servant justify many, make many righteous and upright and right in the in, in right standing with God. For he shall bear their iniquity and their guilt with the consequences, says the Lord. By the knowledge of himself, which he imparts and perfects and maintains in us, brings us into that beautiful submission and oneness with the Father. Oh, I love his eternal spirit. Hebrews 9 verse 14 talks about that he offered himself by his eternal spirit and thereby cleanses our hearts from any nature of sin that would separate us from the Father. He, from within, we begin to yearn to be one with him. That yearning is the eternal spirit working that humility, that submission, that surrender by which he offered himself in us. Oh, my dear friends, to me, there's nothing like it. I love it and I choose it daily. Daily, I choose his humility. And I want more of it in all my heart. I want his eternal spirit to perfect me in that humility that in all that I am and say and do, everybody can see who's in control of my life. It is the very nature of Jesus. Let me close with you from Isaiah 57, verse 15. For thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in a high and holy place with him 
who has a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite one. For all of you who have felt the lowness of this human flesh nature, pulling you down with the gravity of sin into the murky darkness of this world with its deceptive lusts and, and deceptive pleasures, and you have felt that horrible drawing down. Oh, hallelujah, I pray from this day you feel that upward call of God in Christ. You feel that resurrection life of the eternal spirit in your inner man drawing you up into the holy throne life, into the heavenly life of perfect oneness with the Father. That is the true spirit of humility submitting us perfectly to the Father, making us one with the Father, enjoying perfect communion with Him in spirit, soul, and body, enjoying the wonderful attributes of the life of the Son of God in the Father, manifesting in us by the Holy Spirit, enjoying that spirit of sonship, enjoying the riches of the inheritance of the saints in the light, Colossians 1.12. Oh my goodness, friends, unsearchable riches, as Paul would say in Ephesians 3 verse 8, I, who am the least of all the saints, have been given this grace to make known the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. And this grace is given to the heart of the humble. Choose it daily. Meditate here on Isaiah 57 verse 15. Think about it. Read it. You, you, I read it from here from the... From the Amplified, listen in closing. For thus says the high and lofty one, he who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place with him also who is of a thoroughly penitent and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the thoroughly penitent bruised with the sorrow for sin. Oh my goodness, have I tasted this and love it with all my heart. So I charge you by the name of the love of Christ, choose His humility. Amen. Have a good day.